Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 88 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Couch Gag. This is Chris. I don't know that one. You don't know Couch Gag? I don't think so. Do you know that every Simpsons episode starts with the Couch oh, Gag? Oh, do they, they say Couch Gag, though? No, they don't say it. <laughs> oh. They just, I can't, this is a, this is a, an auditory medium. I, I can't see, I see what you're show saying us now. sitting on a couch in I a humorous you. way. I apologize. So what happened for people who can't <laughs> see us? Uh, Steve and I are in two chairs, and, uh, when the podcast opened, a kind of a curtain moved, and we were, uh, in each other's chairs, and then we swapped chairs. And then, and we're also watching TV. That was our Couch Gag. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. How are you, my friend? Um, well, how are you? I'm good. Getting through, uh, getting through the year here, passing daylight savings time. That, that's, it's nice that it's light out later here. I, I like, like that. I, I like that too. Yeah. Lost to some a little sleep, but. It is what it is. I'm kind of always sleep deprived now anyway, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> Another hour doesn't make that much of a difference. Do you remember the, uh, episode we did last year in honor of daylight savings time? I was thinking of this this morning because uh, apparently I have nothing else to do. Was it time travel related? It was time travel related. I don't remember who, though. It was Marty McFly versus Colonel George Taylor from Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Plug, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it now. Uh, how's the house coming along? It's going, you know, yeah. one thing at a time. Made some progress. And Th- thanks for your help today with hey, my drywall. You're welcome. You don't have to thank me. But uh, it's looking good. It's looking real good. Yeah, thanks. How about you? How are things? Things are good. Yeah, good. school year's trucking along and are you more than halfway done the school year we are uh the other day i heard we were at day 120 so you have like 60 days left all right spring break is gonna be rough though getting there because spring break is like the 18th of april really i think because some colleges are already having their spring break so colleges always have spring breaks halfway through the semester it has nothing to do with easter oh okay so where most public schools gotcha they have uh coincide with they coincide easter. with easter time so is, is there a late easter this year it is late easter okay. i don't think it's the latest it can be but it's definitely it's a, gotcha one of the latest because once we come back it's like two days and then it's may so the next the next six weeks are gonna be rough but we'll we'll get through it we'll get through it we have an in-service this friday so. and after that it's just like a straight shot to summer and vacation. then we have like state testing yep. and then it's memorial day and then it's june and then it's summer vacation which is uh, which is awesome. So, as a teacher, do you like state testing, or is it like boring, or is it nice that you don't have to like do lessons? Uh, it's I, I I actually don't like it in terms of it's boring because that whole week, like the four days, I usually just sit there and I have to monitor the tests and everything mm-hmm. like that. So that's not enjoyable. I'd rather uh, be teaching. Right. Uh, I'm also fortunate because social studies is not tested. Oh. However, there are skills that you acquire in social studies that carry over to other uh Sure, classes. sure. So like reading. A lot of reading, comprehension. Anal- analyzing, yeah. yeah, comprehending, that kind of stuff. So, uh yeah, we're getting there. So, anywho, so uh Chris, let's talk about some previous episodes that we had. 
or previous episode, I should say. <laughs> uh, last week, or a couple weeks ago, I should say, our previous episode, we had Who Would Win Solving a Crime between Blue from Blue's Clues and Wallace, or Gromit from Wallace and Gromit. A good and match. It's a great matchup. Two pups going at it. Uh, I called it Detective Dogs, or Doggy Detectives. Twitter poll stands as such. 50%, 50%. Oh boy. That's the first time we've had in a very long time. Because I, I keep track of all the poll results. But there's a twist. A twist. We received an email from somebody who does not have a Twitter. And they said that they vote for blue. <gasps> Making me the winner. So yes. So you are the winner. And uh, that vote came from a fan of the show, Joshua Hobbs, who also suggested that episode. Uh, and he he provided us some uh, some feedback regarding um, the uh, the fight. He said a quick contribution to your research, Chris. According to the Blues Clues wiki in the episode Cafe Blue, Mr. Salt joined Steve and Blue when they skidooed into the picture of the grocery store to get the ingredients needed for the spaghetti sauce. So it is possible to bring things back. That's an amazing power. So. I mean, that's a deep pull. Well, honestly, blue should be like curing world hunger at this point. <laughs> you would hope. And all With that kind of knowledge and power. Yeah, he can just make, draw food and pull it out of a painting. Right. He's just, he's really selfish. Yeah. Just painting blue paw prints on things when he could be saving he, the he's world. He's just trying to save his own crimes. He doesn't really care about what's outside his Now, house. that makes me look at blue totally differently. She's a jerk. I don't like her anymore. It's very selfish. <clears throat> I forgot she was a girl till right now. Also, <laughs> so congratulations, Chris, for winning that uh, that fight. So we'll say All fifty-one, right. fifty-one percent, forty-nine percent. So uh, that's that's what we got for that one. And thanks then, for the tiebreaker, Joshua. Thank you for the tiebreaker, Joshua. And then Joshua, also thank you very much for a review that you left for us on iTunes. So you know what time it is. It's fictional review time that's right i feel like we need like a song like you know how we, like we how definitely get should made have has a song like every podcast has like, like every an podcast. intro music if anybody have... if anybody has a song that they want to do for fictional review time please feel free I've, to share i've like wanted to take a shot at it for a long time but i'm not very musically talented it would be bad you could use your trumpet i could use but, my well, saxophone do you remember there was a time i was trying to relearn how to play trumpet so i could do that that'd be pretty cool. and i just gave up yeah because i'm really bad at trumpet now you, you could you could do it. It wasn't coming back as fast as I thought it would. All right, so here's uh, here's our review from Joshua. Uh, such a good show. I love your show. You guys do great. I work a fairly mind jumping uh, job in front of my computer. I need great podcasts like this to get me through the day. Very enjoyable. I'd love to see more frequent uploads, but you guys uh, already said you would do that. We will try our best. Uh, looking forward to it. More special edition issues episodes will be fun too, like Poke Olympics and Potluck. Mm. Uh, you guys have a great sense of humor. Good podcast voices. Good concept for a show. Love listening. Keep them coming. Five stars. Oh, thanks, Josh. Thanks a lot. I uh, I'm surprised we've had a lot of people say they like the potluck episodes. I always I worried that people would think they're just lazy. That's how I feel too. Because I feel like sometimes we kind of do fall back on those yeah, if we don't have something to talk about. Exactly. That's kind of they're like they're like a filler if we don't have something else. Right. But I actually they're like one of my favorites to do because you get to kind of be creative on the spot. You have and, to improv a little bit. Yeah. No planning whatsoever. Yeah. I love the Pokemon episodes. Yeah. Those are, those are one did, of my favorites. Did we do two sets of them? We, so the past couple of years, we've always done two for the Olympics. But we did two Olympics. Yeah, we did the 2016 summer and then the 2018 winter. So next year, we can do the 2020 summer. Yeah. Where are Again. they? Where are those Olympics? Uh, Japan. 
Tokyo. We have, we'll have new Pokemon, too. We will have new Pokemon. <laughs> and we might have somebody covering the Olympics live. Oh, possibly. yeah. Send out a correspondent. Yeah, we could possibly send out a correspondent. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. That's in our budget. <laughs> Not in our budget. The person who's going's budget. <laughs> yeah, we kind of will just make them pay their own way and then ask them to and tell us stuff. And ask them to tell us stuff, yeah. Be like, if you see anyone that looks like a Pokemon, <laughs> send us a picture. So what are, what are we thinking for uh, Joshua's real Oh, it's actually super, background it's super easy. Yeah? Um, That's great. Uh, his name's Joshua Hobbs, Steve. Okay. He, I think he's... um. The uh, the tiger from Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> You're pretty sure. Yeah. Wow. What, what? What? Well. Okay. When so as you know, Calvin is an is a uh, a human. Yeah. Right. That's right. Calvin's the kid, right? Hobbes is the tiger. I would assume so. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna look it up while you're doing your <laughs> just review. in case it'll mess That's up everything. Right. So I I assume that Calvin has grown up and like had to like move out and get a real job. Okay. So this so is what Hobbes. Hobbes is up probably to? did the same thing. But being uh, a stuffed tiger, you are correct. He had to kind of get a like, just a computer, like a data entry type job. He said mind numbing job. I mean, he's probably doing just data entry in a computer. It's funny because when I Google um, Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs, the, one of the first pictures is him sitting at a desk doing work. Mm-hmm. There's no computer, but he's still <laughs> he's still sitting there. Uh, I also don't know his Hobbs' his last name or his first name or his only name. Probably Maybe like he Beyonce. had to adopt a, another name, Joshua, to pass off as a, I don't know. It's when I first saw that, I actually thought Hobbs was the kid, and then it, right when I started to say it, I'm like, wait a minute, he's the tiger. So I had to change it. <laughs> Do you think maybe he's related to uh, Hobbs from the Fast and Furious movies, Dwayne Rock Johnson's character? Oh, that's good thinking. Maybe. But he wouldn't be sitting at a desk all day. He'd be like out killing people. Oh yeah, and, and he, he just got his own cars. spinoff movie, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, with uh, Jason Statham. Is that uh, the other guy? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Shaw. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so sure. it might be a relative of The Rock from Hobbs and Shaw. He, he kind of did get the short end of the stick, though. He gets the boring office yeah, job. Maybe he's the guy who's in charge of like doing all the cleanup afterwards. Like, he does, like, logistics type stuff. He's like, oh, you um, blew up, like, 18 buildings. I got to hire someone the, to fix doing it. doing the insurance claims, yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, that, that actually is that's – pros- that's better than the tiger theory, actually. <laughs> but you should he start could, doing he fictional still, he, could still, he could still be a tiger. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's an amazing coincidence, though, that great. he's named it, – it's, it's astronomical if he's a tiger and related to Hobbes from Fast and Furious. I think it's definitely possible. <laughs> Because through the transitive property, nope. the rock has to be related to a tiger uh, somehow. Because oh the rock is oh like boy. an animal. <laughs> that was the worst transitive property you've ever attempted to pass I think off. so. I think I've had some really bad ones. Yeah, this was the worst. I would love to have a collection. Some fan out there should do a collection of all my transitive we, we property. We could do it too. We, just, we don't have to ask our fans to do that it. Take, I don't have that. You've already asked them to do like two things. We haven't even started the main episode. That's true. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm putting too much we on you all. We have like five fans. No, we don't. No, I'm, I think no. we have a little more than that. No. Going off our downloads, we definitely have more than just five fans. Yeah, we have a lot of bot fans in Russia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ro- Russian robots love Russian our show. Russian robots love our show. They're, they're, they're really into this who would win scenario. No, I'm just joking. We have tons of fans. Thanks, guys. Uh, so, so thank you, Josh, for that, for that review. So if you are a tiger or... And or if you are related to Dwayne the Rock Johnson's character from Fast and Furious, uh, 
Hobbs. I don't know what his first name is. Luke Hobbs. Is that it? Uh, I've never Rob. Seen, I've never seen one. Rob Hobbs. Rock in it. No, I me mean neither. I've never yeah. seen any Fast and Furiouses. Yeah. Are you the person who told me you did a Fast and Furious marathon to prepare for one that you never saw? I watched one through six to watch seven because that was the one when Paul Walker passed away. So I was like kind of interested in seeing it. And then I never saw seven and I've never seen eight. So I did this whole marathon to prepare. Never saw it. But at least you got one through six out of the way. Yeah. I really don't remember any of them. I just remember the first one I remember was my favorite. The second one I remember took place in like Florida. And then the third one's in Tokyo. Right, but the, the timeline's all messed timeline's they, they, all messed they up. They play with the timeline. I remember the fifth one's like a heist movie, and they steal like a bank. Well, isn't the first a one vault? a heist? It, do you remember no, what the... the first one's not a heist at all. The fifth one is the one that completely changed... Look, I'm talking like I know all these movies. No, aren't they trying to steal like something really outdated? Like they were trying to steal like VCRs or something. Maybe, but like the cars was like the main part okay. of... I get the, it. Of the film. Yeah. yeah. Like the new ones, like the cars are there and they're cool, but it's more of like a spy thriller now than it is about like ra- – okay. it's not about racing, I should say. I see. The first ones were about racing. I, I thought it had like a side plot about stealing VCRs. I think it did. And I was like, that doesn't hold up very well no, these days. No, it does not. They'd have to do like hacking streaming <laughs> services or something. <laughs> hacking Netflix. <clears throat> All right, Chris. You ready to get started? I'm ready, Steve. Okay. So please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Uh, Today we have a battle of animated families. That's right. I'd say two of the best. One of the longest running. I think the longest yes, running. Yes, by uh, number of episodes and number of seasons, I believe. Not by years, though? I for, Maybe that, too. I, they, it's The Simpsons, if anyone doesn't know that. <laughs> the spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> you haven't looked at the title of this episode. Uh, they had... Oh, man, I just read it. I didn't write it down. I I don't know if it said by... I think, by, like, 30-some? Yes, I did yeah. write that down. They have had 30 seasons, 654 episodes. It's insane. And that's actually not counting about... Three, two, two years when they were on the shorts, Tracy shorts on the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah, interesting. That's that's when they looked a lot different. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. So you're picking. So we have the Simpsons. Yes. Yeah, so I will be arguing in favor of the Simpson family, and I will be arguing in favor of the Belcher. Belcher, excuse me, Belcher. Wow. Way good, to go. Good start for good you. Start. The Belcher family from the TV show Bob's Burgers, both of which are on Fox. I just realized. Two Fox Animated Families. Two Fox Animated Families. And we should also give a shout-out to the person who suggested this episode, Leif Drummond. Thank you very much, Leif. Thank you, Leif. Who left us our review previously. And is not related to Leif Erickson. As far as we know. Correct. Because that's not really how names work. You don't, you're not related <laughs> to everyone with the same first name. No. Like if your name was Shaw, doesn't mean you're related to a... Wait, but that's his last name, isn't it? I mean, Hobbs. Darn it. <laughs> that's his last name, too. Yes, you're right. You're right. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's been a this hour, I'm telling you. <laughs> losing this hour is really screwing us up. <laughs> All right. So yeah, so thank you very much, Lee, for suggesting this episode. So the Belcher family versus the Simpsons family. And we're going to immediate families. We're not taking We're not taking all the characters. Yeah, none of that. That's too much. Many. Both shows I feel have a great secondary character. Really great. Like great character shows. Like a lot Absolutely. of well written characters. Yeah. Or at least funnily written characters. 
Do you watch both stuff, of these shows? I shouldn't say religiously, just frequently. Uh, I, haven't, on. I haven't seen The Simpsons in a long time, but I used to really like it. Same. And I watch Bob's Burgers often. But yeah. That's, I, that's I haven't I like, seen every episode. Yeah. Now, something I wanted to mention off the top is that we have done episodes previously involving one character from each family so far. That's true. Uh, you were l- the baby. Uh, mm-hmm. Maggie. Yes. In a baby episode. In honor of Lucy being born? Yes. Yes, Jack-Jack versus Maggie. So check yeah. out that episode if you have not done so already. And then what did, what character from Bob's Burgers? Was it Bob? Oh, in the, in the cooking episode. In the cook-off in, uh, episode. Yeah, you did Bob. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, yeah. this will be a, a little bit different. This will be family fighting together. Exactly. And they're, and they're fighting each other. Fighting each other. Fighting each other. Who would win scenario? Mm-hmm. Familia versus Familia. See how it, see how it goes. Uh, you want to give some background uh, on The Simpsons? Yeah, sure. Um, so, like I said, longest running animated. There was a couple like little like qualifiers that I'm not sure what were what was important, but I think it was like longest running animated TV show. I don't think it was animated comedy. I think it was animated show. But I could have messed that up. Anyway, right. Thirty seasons, six hundred fifty-four episodes. That's quite a long time. Yeah. Started in uh, 1987 as shorts on the Tracy Ullman show. Right. So before we were born. Yes. And then uh, it made its TV debut in 1989. Okay. December 17th, 1989. And it's always been on Fox, I assume. Uh, I believe it's always been on Fox. Yeah. Um, the rest is history. They've I mean, basically, every- the joke with The Simpsons is that they've literally done everything. Like, any joke that you've ever seen in a animated show, The Simpsons already did it. Right. And they, like, predict the future or those mm-hmm. different types of things. I do. I, I may have mentioned this when I talked about Maggie, so I apologize if I'm being repetitive. But whenever I start teaching about the First Amendment, I always ask my students who can name the five Simpsons characters. And this year, the exact same thing happened. Pretty much everybody in the class could name the five Simpsons characters. But then I asked them to write, name the five rights of the First Amendment, and they can usually get like two of them, not all five of them. So I just feel it kind of goes to show like how prominent the simpsons are it's like a cultural phenomenon it really is the uh another podcast i've been listening to recently called unspooled that talks about um movies from the afi top 100 list they always do a section at the end that talks about a simpsons episode that referenced the movie oh cool that's interesting yeah huh and there so far i've listened to like four so far and there's always been a simpsons reference i'm really gonna have to start listening to that (laughs) there's there's a lot of movies on it i don't care about but a lot of movies i do so yeah listening to those that's cool Nice. Um, a little more about The Simpsons. Uh, created by Matt Gronig. It's pronounced Graining. I, I knew I was going to say it wrong. I forget how, but I, I remember listening to something and they said it wrong. And I <laughs> well, think it might have been Screen Junkies. I think they said it wrong. I'm and, glad you're here to say it yeah, right. It's Graining. So basically, we're just like the Screen Junkies. Yes. We are the Screen Junkies of fighting fictional characters. That's right. Um, Homer, married to Marge kids bart lisa and maggie they live in springfield yep uh homer works in the nuclear power plant underneath mr burns uh what else oh i found something interesting i didn't know did you know the uh score was composed by the the theme music was composed by danny elfman now that you say that i did know that but if you were to have asked me i would not have remembered oh that's pretty cool like he's pretty uh pretty big name in uh and it's a very very famous uh theme song yes definitely Da, 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 da. Oh, gotta pay royalties. There we go. <laughs> no, you only did like three notes. I think we're good. All right, cool, cool, cool. I had a teacher in when I started learning. You know, uh, our our band teacher in middle school. Yes. Um, 
I thought it was so cool because when he first started, started teaching us, uh, instruments, I played the saxophone and he started off by playing the Simpsons theme on his saxophone. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Still never learned how to play it. Oh man. Maybe I'll do that now. Maybe, uh, no, we can't make that our theme song. Then we get, no, we'll, get, in trouble. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. get in trouble for that. So anything else you want to talk about the Simpsons? I mean, I don't Pretty have, a, I don't have a lot except other than some of my argument stuff. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right, so uh, my characters, the Belchers, are from, like we mentioned, the Fox show uh, Bob's Burgers, which started in 2011, so it hasn't been around as much as The Simpsons. Uh, 165 episodes, currently on its ninth season. Uh, I did not know this, but it has a movie coming out next year. Really? Yeah. Uh, July 17th, 2020, it's going to have uh, Bob's Burgers, the animated movie. I'm, I'm, I would see that. That's cool. And I mean, The Simpsons, I think, have had two. Definitely one. Uh, yes. I forget least, if they've had one. Because I saw the f- one of them if they'd had two. I remember seeing they, one I, in theaters. R- yeah, that was fairly recently. It was about 10 years ago. Really? Okay. In terms of, I mean, it's recent for the show. Yeah. The show's history. Um, I'm not sure then yeah. if they had more than one. <clears throat> it was they basically both? the plot of Under the Dome. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> like, there was a giant dome that got put on top of Springfield. I didn't see it. Yeah, okay. They also had a bunch of video games that I researched oh, a little more. Oh, the the road the road rage one. Uh, Simpsons hit and run. Oh my gosh, I loved that yeah, game. It's pretty popular. I would go to my one friend's house just so I could play. <laughs> it's not really bad because I didn't have that system, but that game was awesome. I remember I bought it for the Game Boy Advance, and I was pissed because it was nothing like the console. <sighs> Why would they do that? So I went back and returned it. I was so angry. Good for you. Yeah, that's right. Take that, EB Games. <laughs> So we have uh, Bob Belcher. He is the father of the family. Uh, he is the one who runs their restaurant called Bob's Burgers. Uh, you have uh, the wife, Linda, and then their three children, Tina, Jean, and Luis. I think we may have mentioned this when we first talked about Bob on the uh, cooking uh, episode that we did a couple years ago. But um, it takes place in a shore town, and a lot of people have speculated that it takes place basically down where we live i remember that southern somewhere in like southern new jersey or the or the jersey shore um something i was reading says that uh in one episode a bus driver references a stop at wildwood wharf which could be alluded to being wildwood uh down here in south jersey does h john benjamin have any connections to southern new jersey that you know of uh that's a great question He's the writer, right? Uh, and voice of Bob, among other voices. Does he do a couple voices for the show? Uh, he's just mainly Bob. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the creator, I don't know if he has any any ties. Oh, is H.M. Benjamin a writer for the show or not? I thought he was. I don't know if he is. I mean, he he definitely wasn't the creator. The guy okay. who created it is a guy named Lauren Beauchard, who is basically the Matt Groening. Uh, he's from New York City, so he's not too, too far. Okay. So, I mean, it could be kind of like a like maybe like a Seaside Heights kind of atmosphere, perhaps. Yeah, the one big but, thing, there's like that big um like carnival by the pier that uh that one guy owns. There's nothing like that. I mean, there's not there's some similar things down here. Yeah, but nothing like that. Nothing like that big. No. Yeah. The street that they that their show the uh Bob's Burgers is on kind of looks like like Asbury Avenue down near us. A little bit. Well, it'll be a, it'll be a mystery. It'd be cool. It's something, yeah. Yeah, it'd be very very cool. But I think of uh I don't know if they actually they don't say the name in the show. No, I don't think it has a name. No, but apparently the uh, writers call it Seymour's Bay, but that's just in like the writer's room. They hmm. refer to it as Seymour's Bay, but you're right. Never in the show do they say what it's called. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. So uh, their characters, a little quirky. Uh, I'm going to try to use their the quirks. Their quirks to my advantage in this fight. Good luck, and uh, thank you very much. I have a, I have a, a wealth of oh cannon. To yeah, go you do. Off of. Yeah, you have thirty plus years. As we of stuff. said, the Simpsons have done everything. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what we're looking at. So uh, we got five on five, two classic. Uh, well, I shouldn't say classic. One's very classic. One is like a rising star. I should say. Yes, but very well liked. And but very well liked and, re- and, very, and critically acclaimed. Yes. And, yeah. A lot of parallels to The Simpsons, like family uh, dynamics, like uh, three kids. Yep. And the genders of the kids. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. All right. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right. Do you want to Yeah, picture? let me talk about, um, a little bit about The Simpsons. All right. So one thing I think I, I, I should do. So are you familiar with The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors episodes? Yes, I am. So they're generally like kind of a non-canon episode for Halloween. Okay. Where like things will happen that aren't that aren't. It does not play to the bigger universe. Of the like Simpsons. a char- like a character could die, but right. like they didn't really die in the Simpsons. They just died in that Treehouse of Horror episode. Right. So there's like some crazy things that have happened. Like I only looked at a couple because there's like a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there's ones where like Bob. I mean, sorry, I said Bob. <laughs> uh, Homer. I think he kills the Grim Reaper and, like, gets his powers. Oh, my gosh. So, like, that would just be crazy for me to say that. And there was one where Lisa gets superpowers and she gains telekinesis and stuff like that that I just feel like it it's might a be a little unfair right. to say. Because it's technically not take... canon. Right. But, it, but like... it is the character using those abilities. Yeah. So, I mean, if things go bad. I... You could always revert back. I don't know you how good your – You pull the Steve method. Yeah, I don't know how good that. your argument is. But as long as you're just, like, mediocre, then I'm just going to say Treehouse of Horror is, like, <laughs> off limits for for now. That's fine. Um, there is some, you know, normal episodes where – somewhat superhero-related. So there's um, an episode where Homer becomes a superhero. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, I, I believe it's called know. Homer the Whopper. Okay. I think it was either season 20 or season 21, the okay. first, the season premiere. So, um, the comic book guy writes, writes this superhero called Everyman. Okay. And it becomes very popular because he's very relatable. He's just like the every, the every, right, he's just a fat guy that becomes a superhero. So they decide that Homer Simpson's going to play him. <laughs> so, uh, they hire him a trainer to get him in shape and it works out. He like, he's in great shape. He's a good superhero. But then the trainer has to leave to get, to have another client. And Homer gets fat again. Okay. So it kind of ruins the movie because there's scenes of Homer in good shape. And then there's scenes of he's fat where he doesn't sit fit in his costume. That's funny. So basically the movie bombs and that's the story. But he was like kind of a superhero. The powers of every man is that he can take powers from other people by touching them. Okay. So he's basically like um, Rogue from X-Men. Oh, yeah. He can absorb the power a little bit. And there was a – in the show Heroes, there was was one, one that could do that. Um, was Heroes on Fox? I think it was. It might have been on Fox. Yeah, anyway. Um, so is Homer going to use the, is he going to be well, Everyman? At first I was like, oh, this is really cool. Homer became a superhero. But he really was just a superhero in a movie. He didn't actually have that power. Right. He just shows that he can lose weight. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he got in great shape. So um, there's also an episode or... Man, I don't. I don't think this was a Treehouse of Horror. This could have been Treehouse of Horror too, but I don't think so. So, in a couple Treehouse of Horrors, Bart has been like had like done superhero-ish things, but uh, I don't think this is Treehouse of Horror. I didn't write it down. At least he uh, has an alter ego named Bartman. Okay, I think I have seen that. It's he, actually I know he it, look like Batman. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's not Treehouse of Horror. I I know where the ep- the episode that um 
I don't know the number, but they go to a, a comic book convention or something. Okay. And you get a discounted ticket if you in costume. Uh huh. So he just like runs into a phone booth and puts on a mask over his ma- over his uh, eyes. Okay. He and I'm he Bartman. becomes Bartman. And there is a, there's some other like references to Bartman throughout The Simpsons. But Bartman can have a he has a grappling hook. He can climb walls and he can glide. Okay. So, you know, that, not, some, those are some things. There's some things. Yeah, there's absolutely. Things. He can glide into you and, like, spike you with his pointy head. Yeah, his hair always looks really sharp. Very sharp. I remember my um, my god sister had a Bart toy growing up, and his hair was, like, super, super pointy. Not enough to cut you, but <laughs> you'd think, like, a like a hair part of an yes. action figure, like, wouldn't be like that. Yeah, I think it's tough to know what to do with that hair, because it's, it's not very, it doesn't look like hair. No, it blends right in with the, his face. His face and yeah, his forehead. So, um, a couple – one other thing that's kind of my main evidence of Simpson as as a family, the mm-hmm. Simpsons fighting skills. Okay. And that's the uh, the Simpsons video game from 1991. Okay. Uh, it I think it came what out on – What was that on? I was going to say. So I think it came out on like – PlayStation? Uh, n- no, it was before PlayStation. It was like – It was like um, – Commodore 64 or something, but there was an arcade version of okay. it. That, that, okay. is, that is what I've played. Oh, yeah. So it was a four player. You could, uh-huh. you could, you could play as Bart, yep. uh, Homer, Marge, and Lisa. And they each had a special power. Okay. Or a special attack. And you just base, it was like a beat em up. You went, you went through side scrolling, hitting yeah, people. I remember that. And I think there were different bosses. You were like fighting like Krusty the Clown and like Sideshow Bob and stuff. But they each had a unique attack. So Bart would hit people with his skateboard. Marge would hit people now. with a vacuum cleaner. I do remember this. Homer would punch and kick, uh-huh. and Lisa had a jump rope. Okay. So I, that I... is my main offensive tactics. tactics. Okay. They're fighting as a family. And then if you had two characters playing together the same game, they could do, like, a special attack together. Okay. So, I mean, they oh, have boy. they have some they, they have history some fighting. of yeah. fighting together as a family. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Man, oh, uh, you got weapons. I got I got an ace in the hole too. Yeah. Uh, what what Maggie? I'll save it. No, it's not Maggie. Oh, okay. Even though you had a great some great Maggie arguments from your uh from baby, our episode, the baby episode. The baby episode. Yeah. Like you argued that she was actually like a genius and something. Yep. Yeah. I forget all the things. <laughs> Should have listened to prepare. I think she had you you had a couple examples where she had weapons. Like she, she did. She, she had did. a gun she at some somebody. point. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but that's not my ace. In the, I'm gonna save it. I'll tell you later. Oh boy, I'm kind of worried now. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I'm going to be focusing a little bit on the characters in Bob Berger's uh, personalities and how that can contribute to or contribute to their uh, to their fighting style. So, um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. All right. So, so Bob. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going I'm to start off by. I guess I'm also going to be talking about what I'm going to do against the Simpsons a little bit too. Sure, please do. All right. So Bob, Bob's father. Do you remember about Bob's father? Mm, no. So he was like an alcoholic, like a severe alcoholic, and Bob hated him. And he always forced Bob to work constantly, like as like a 13-year-old. And Bob hated his father for that. So I'm going to make an argument that a reason why Bob is going to be so determined to fight Homer is because Homer – Loves to drink beer. Homer is an alcoholic. He's 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 a functioning alcoholic, I'd say. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's always at Moe's, pounding him down. It helps that he's a cartoon character. If he was a real person, he'd probably not be a functioning no, alcoholic. No, 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 <laughs> none, none whatsoever. So I'm going to use that as my argument for why he's going to want to so kill. You just hate alcoholics. He hates alcoholics okay. completely. Okay. Um. 
Bob can be pessimistic, and I think that kind of goes to his upbringing a little bit. Um, when he was a kid working in the restaurant, uh, he had to make his own toys out of restaurant supplies. So I'm going to make the argument that he would probably, as an adult, be able to make some kind of functioning weaponry out of restaurant supplies. Fair point. Uh, def- I mean, he's already have knives, so he already can use, a weapon. He already has those, <laughs> but I'm sure he would be able to come up with some like crazy like spitball uh, with like all the straws that they have there to 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 put some damage on yeah. on the Simpsons. If they had some rubber bands, you could rig up like a crossbow. It'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pens that people have to use to sign their checks uh, to do that. Uh, in uh, one ep- the, in the pilot episode, I don't know if you remember. Uh, Linda's ex-fiance, his name was uh, Hugo. Uh, he claims falsely that Bob's Burgers uses human meat and in his burgers, and they have to put a sign that says possibly contains human flesh. Uh. And it makes like all these people like really angry, and there's like a giant mob outside. And Bob basically stands up in front of the mob, like super, super pissed, and like shuts it all down. So when he's really angry about something and he really is devoted to a cause like he's going to do whatever he needs to do to solve that problem so i think that in combination with going after homer because of his alcoholism and his devotion to like ending a cause that's going to be like his driving force to to go after the simpsons linda linda is kind of like the opposite of bob she's positive she's enthusiastic but very importantly she's supportive so if Bob wants something, like she's going to be like, "All right, Bobby, let's let's do it." So she's going to help him out. Also, Linda has a baby obsession. She likes collecting like different baby things, and she always makes comments about babies. So I think you having Maggie there is going to give her a reason to possibly try to kidnap Maggie. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I mean, Maggie's like, she's like our bench player. <laughs> that, hey, well. She is a bench player, but I mean, she's an essential. Are you just throwing her aside just because she's a baby? Well, I'm not. I actually was gonna like not let a baby fight because I felt like that's dangerous for a baby to be fighting. That's only because you're a father now. <laughs> if we'd recorded this a year ago, you'd have a totally different opinion at this. Uh, in fourth grade, she was the uh, fourth grade hoop uh, basketball hoop shot champion. So that shows that she has the ability to have accuracy and precision. Well, it showed that she had it in fourth grade. I'm sure that car- it continued on. You're talking about March. No, I'm talking about Linda. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Linda. Yeah, you're talking about the mom yeah, who's an about... adult, like uh, like 40 years old? Yeah. You think her basketball shot ability carried on for I think like so. 30 years? I think so. Okay. If you're that good, I would say it would be pretty consistent. All right, all right. All right. Uh, also, when she was a little younger, she would throw rocks at cars, and she threw so many rocks at cars that cars stopped driving down her street because they were terrified to go down there. So that just proves right there, A, okay. throwing rocks – Combine that with accuracy and precision, and then uh, she's going to cause some damage. If she did it to cars, she can do it to people too. All right, Tina. Tina is boy crazy, so she's going to be going after Bart. She's probably going to be obsessed with Bart, and she's going to be trying to grab Bart's butt because that's what Tina does. She likes butts. She loves butts so much. I don't know if Bart's her type, though. She's a guy. She's a guy. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, she's voiced by a guy. Yes. Uh, Bart is a guy. She, she is, she is but, a very horny yeah, girl. She's in love with Jimmy Pesto, who's like a skinny dancer. Like I mean, Bart's, Bart's like a, tro- not a, Bart's not attractive. Well, I mean, Bart's like a troublemaker. He's like a bad boy. 
You know, okay, I think she, that she I think that's that. I think you're that's right. what she would totally All love. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and also in one episode, she burns down a house. So I think that she's going to have no remorse to trying to, to committing some crimes here. Uh, Gene, Gene's kind of the wild card. I think I he think, is a wild card. I think Gene would just like annoy the Simpsons so so much because all Gene does is wear the hamburger costume and beef squash. Beef squash was my alternate opening. Instead of saying couch gag, I was considering just saying beef squash. You could have done that. <laughs> I probably would have gotten that one before. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, what he would do is that he would just do fart noises on his like sound synthesizer. I remember that. That was really funny. And it would be super funny. And I think that would make Bart laugh. That would oh, get, Bart would love it. Bart would love it. That would get him off off task. Lisa, Lisa, maybe sometimes Lisa can be like a little immature, but overall, not yeah. really whatsoever. Uh, that would probably make Homer like really angry, and it would definitely make Marge really angry. So it might kind of rile up the the fight here. And then lastly, Louise, Louise likes to write injustices. So if she thinks that the Simpsons did something wrong, she might. I'm sure they've done a lot of things wrong. She might try to use that as a reason to to take them down. And she all and she has a really really strong bond with Bob, so that kind of goes back to like my Linda argument of supporting Bob. Where if Bob has to fight for a cause, Louise would absolutely support him. Like she'd be like, "Dad, I'm right there for you." The two of them have this game. It's called um like I think it's called Burn Unit or something, where they they like just burn. They watch like a show and just like do burns like the whole yeah. time. So. Like the two of them could just be like doing burns at the Simpsons, just like like throwing insults at them, just to completely like make them uh, angry or anything like that. Uh, and she's very cunning and she's very good with problem solving skill. Her problem solving skills. Yeah, she's like diabolical. So she's very diabolical. So I think between all of that right there, we got a strong case to make against the Simpsons. I think they're going to have a uh, a difficult time. Okay, you want to hear uh, another? <laughs> Something else. Is this your ace in the hole? Yes, it is. Oh, God. It's also from the Simpsons video game. Oh, God. In the Japanese version of the game, okay, there was an item, a, a, uh, a throwable small-scale nuclear bomb. Okay. It would destroy all the enemies on the screen. Only the enemies? Would it destroy everybody on the screen? N- no, it didn't hurt the players. That literally makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever. No, I know. This definitely sounds like something I would say. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought it was funny that only the Japanese version had the nuclear bomb. I felt like it should have been the opposite. But (laughs) No, because they understand its power. You're right. Where we were like, oh, we shouldn't have used that. Where the Japanese game, they're like, oh, man, we should totally use this. Because we understand its destructive Mm -hmm. power now. Okay. I get where you're coming from. Man, so you're going to throw a nuclear bomb? Are you going to, or are you just threatening to throw this nuclear bomb? We have it. You Okay, so you have it. Yeah, we, you know, you should surrender. You don't know what could happen. I'm not going to surrender. I'm going to let this war drag out. <laughs> let it drag out. You're going to have to invade the mainland here, Chris, to take over. I don't know. There's only like five of you. It's not. There's only four of you, apparently, because you're sitting <laughs> out like one of your best players. Maggie's one of our best players, you think? Absolutely. She's smarter than anybody just, else on your team. You're just biased because you had her as a character in the episode. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And, um, so, like, what's, like, what's Homer going to do? Like, Homer has no, like, like. So, re- very high pain tolerance. <laughs> All right, that's true. You can basically just, like, do anything to him and he'll just keep coming. All right, fair enough. He has, like, drunk pow- drunk strength. Like, he'll be, like, an angry, gr- grumpy, drunk guy. Okay. And, um, 
probably general distraction. Like he'll be doing something stupid. Like he'll have, he'll have like tried to make a weapon, a gun out of like a beer bottle and some other things he had around the house. Why doesn't he just create like a a shank with a beer bottle? Could. But he'd be so stupid. He wouldn't even think of that. Yeah. I don't know. He could also potentially uh, take something from his work at the nuclear power plant. A nuclear bomb, perhaps? Well, they don't make nuclear bombs there. Yeah, you never know with Mr. Burns. He could take some radioactive material. Like he does in the opening. It actually gets on his back and he just takes it home. Put it in your burgers. Poison you over time? No, you're not gonna. You're not gonna get into my kitchen. It'd be, it'd be a long con. You'd... Then I'd have to put up a banner that says "May contain nuclear waste." <laughs> yep, you'd all get radiation sickness. I can't th- fight. Then we'd all get like superpowers. That'd be even better. And that actually has happened in The Simpsons. That's how Lisa got her uh, telekinesis powers from nuclear, nuclear waste pa- power plant. Yeah. There so was... it worked out for her, so it could work out for the Bob's Burgers peeps. There was another Treehouse of Horror episode where Lisa collected human body parts to make a monster. Oh my lord! Yeah, there's some, that dark, is there's some up. dark stuff in those episodes. Yeah, that is screwed up. Wow. So I feel like your your family though has has a significant problem. What's that? They're always fighting each other. That's true. They're we, constantly they'd... fighting each other. Yeah, I think they'd have to come together as a family to be like, you know what? There's this other family that's like also a popular animated TV show. We got to take them out can't let him beat us like one of my distinct memories of the simpsons is homer always choking out bart yes. which i'm very curious if they do that anymore because that know. would be very yeah. not uh appropriate in today's culture yeah i, feel. I agree i agree anything like that but yeah i feel like in the middle of the fight like homer would get upset at bart and then he would just start choking him it's possible and then like bart and lisa would get into a fight over something because they don't agree with the tactic that's possible. And then, I mean, uh, you know, it's um, Louise and Jean sometimes fight as well. Like, they don't all always get along. And Tina, sometimes those kids argue. That's the, Absolutely. And, and you're right. They, there was an episode. Do. You pointed out Bob and Louise kind of have a good father-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. It's, um, there, was a, there was a whole episode where, like, Gene, um, Gene started watching a show with his dad, the banjo. Do you remember that? It was like a Western. Okay. And instead of louise and him watching a show to, to burn yeah and she got really jealous and started like sabotaging him okay so there's you know they're not there can perfect. be some some sibling rivalry yeah yes but i don't foresee that being an issue when oh. it comes to them trying to accomplish a task as a family like i feel I, like like if you had to assign a task to be completed by the belchers or by the simpsons the Belchers would be the one to complete I, it. I think there are a lot of Bob's Burgers episodes where the family like comes together to do something. Yeah, and they and they would be able to organize together and complete said task. Where the Simpsons, I don't think would be a guaranteed win. I think they would they would have a lot of struggles. That's I think that's a fair point. I think I think I have a little more weapons at my disposal, but maybe I'm a little more dysfunctional. So so you're using your your jump rope. Lisa's jump rope. Vacuum cleaner. Yep. Skateboard for Bart. Skateboard for Bart. Homer, punch and kick. Homer, punch and Throw kick. Throw beer cans. So so Bart's going to have an easy time getting away from uh, from Tina. Because if Tina's trying to grab his butt the whole time, he can just go on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Like She's going to have to really, really try to catch up. Yeah, and she's not the most physically fit. <clears throat> no. Neither no. is Jean, really. No, not at all. Louise, Louise is, she seems like she's yeah, she seems somewhat fit. Yeah. So you could be using broken bottles. Bob's using knives. Use, Marge is using a vacuum cleaner. And it's going to get ugly. It's going to get very ugly very fast. Luckily, there's like a morgue right across the street. Right next door. Right next door. Yep. So 
I forget the, guy, uh, the guy's, guy's name. name. Yeah, I forget that one. I want to say Morty, but I think that's just because I'm thinking of the word morgue. But that would be like pretty spot on for yeah, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers do would do that, but I can't remember. I'm not sure of his name. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, that'd be good business for him. He would definitely be he's like sitting on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, he'd be like selling like, both of them weapons. Yeah, he'd be like, "Come on, guys, like go right ahead. You got to do this." I think uh, he would he would love this, completely love this. It'd be good for business. Yeah. Anything else you want to add for uh, your fight tactics or? Uh, no, that's all my fight tactics. All your fight tactics. I have some fun facts. That's all. Let's go for it. All right. You want to hear some Simpsons fun facts? There's, there's so many good ones. Go for it. Did you know, um, Conan O'Brien was a writer for the Simpsons? I did know that. On Conan's first day on the writing staff, a bird flew through the window and killed itself. (laughs) So that was how Conan started off writing for the Simpsons. Um, in French, Homer's catchphrase, dough, is translated to toe, T-O-H. Instead of saying dough, he says dough. I don't know. I guess that's a French thing. But in the Spanish version, he just says, ouch. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Uh, Homer has an email address, chunkylover53 at AOL.com. And it's a real email address. If you send it in an email, it'll you'll get an automated response. Or at least at the time this was written. Huh. Do they still have AOL <laughs> yeah. email addresses? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, <clears throat> there's another really good one. This one's a little sad. Uh, Michael Jackson co-wrote Do the Bartman. Okay. Um, it's topical because the Simpsons recently just pulled that the Michael Jackson episode from their catalog. Oh, really? In response to the uh, the documentary. The documentary, yeah, it came out. I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, those are my good ones. Oh, it, apparently, it took Danny Elfman two days to compose the theme song. Huh. It's a very like simple theme, but it's it's just so good. Uh, if there's a uh, running tv spot where they'll show mcbain who's like a generic action hero type character yeah uh apparently if you take all of the clips and put them together it actually makes a semi-coherent movie really yeah that there's is, a link to it I, we can watch it later that is super cool that's like really intense uh, attention to detail right there to, yeah to, to track that out so we pointed out you mentioned that uh um, um tina from boss burgers is voiced by a male dan mintz i believe a comedian yes um, and that's kind of coincidental that, uh, Bart it's is voiced, voiced by, by a woman, a woman Nancy yeah. Cartwright, who auditioned for the role of Lisa. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Uh, the voice of, uh, Luis is also, no, the voice of, um, Linda is also a man. Oh, is it? I didn't in, know that. In Bosbergers, yes. <clears throat> um, I think, uh, I think that's all of my, my good fun facts. Okay. Yeah. Those are the good ones. A couple things that I found out about Boz Burgers. One about the movie that kind of was very interesting to find out. Did you know that uh, Tina was originally supposed to be a boy? No. In Bob's Burgers, I'll I can put pictures on this on our Instagram, but they actually had the boy uh, created and drawn out. His name was Daniel, and here's a picture of him if you want to see it. Oh, he, he looks horrible. He looks horrible. That was a good change. He looks he looks pretty similar though to her. Like he's he wears like yeah a, he has a, the big glasses. He's got the big glasses and he's got like a blue looking um like collared or oh, she doesn't wear collar but like a blue looking shirt which is what um, Tina wore also. So I thought that was very interesting. So they got rid of Daniel uh, and all the voice actors also record their lines together, which doesn't always happen a lot of the time. But then they can like kind of play off each other. They That's can nice. play off each That's other nice. a little bit. Yeah. And um, the guy who 
voices Bob. Uh, what's his name? You just said it. I totally forgot. It's John Benjamin. It's John Benjamin, who's an archer. Uh, he does not read the script beforehand. He basically goes in and then he just reads it. And he says he does that because it allows him just to kind of play with it live. And it also is kind of like the character because sometimes when he's talking, he's kind of like, uh, <laughs> uh, he just kind of has that sound to him also. He's also the Arby's spokesman now. He is, yeah, he is the Arby's I'm a spokesman. little disappointed in that, to be honest. Why? I just feel like it's a little beneath him. You think so? I thought so. I don't do know. Do you think it has anything to do with him playing Bob? Because it's like... If it does, I don't like it. I don't like it. I feel like Bob would... If Bob of Bob's Burgers would not eat at Arby's. I feel like he'd make fun of Arby's. I think you're absolutely right. So that's why... I, that's, I guess that's that's it. I think, you, I think you summarized... Maybe he's playing Archer, though. In the, in the commercial, <laughs> okay. he's not playing. Uh, he'd probably go to Arby's. Yeah, he probably would. Uh, they did a they did a a cookbook, which I think you might have mentioned in our episode from uh, two years remember. ago. If not, they did do a, they did do a cookbook, which relates to another fun fact, which you did address. I remember is that every episode the chalkboard has yes. different, um, different puns. Burger. And I've been re-listening to some of those episodes because we have a special episode coming up in the in the near future. And you gave all your food puns when you were doing yes, um, I did. Bob, which was very, very impressive. Because you, you came up with them like on the spot. Yeah, it was pretty hard. And then in the other food episode, I had LL Cool J yeah. playing uh, the, the preacher from Deep Blue Sea. And all of my dishes in that episode were puns on LL Cool J songs. It was amazing. It was so good. <laughs> Re-listening re, re to those, it was it was so funny. I was cracking up the whole time. It was so impressive. Yeah, I think you inspired me to do the same. I'm going to download them. Uh, and I mean, there's, there's a lot of, of other ones too. Um, the Simpsons have so many, but, like hundreds, like I search Simpsons facts and like, it's, it'd it's, be like 25 Simpsons facts, a hundred Simpsons facts. Like, there's like tons of stuff. Right. Over 30 years, there's, there's so many different things that have happened. And I feel like most people like know the Simpsons so well that any, um, fun fact they're probably going to be pretty familiar with. Yeah. So, anywho, so that's what we're that's what we're looking at: the Simpsons versus the Belcher family. We'll see how people vote. We'll see we what will, they think. Absolutely, I'm very curious to see what people think of this one because I think you really could go either way. Yeah, based on what they have or their or their skills and their and their abilities. Uh, so please remember that there's going to be a Twitter poll where you can vote for who you think would win between the Simpsons family and the Belcher family. I want to give a thank you again to our fan, Leaf Drummond, for um, suggesting this episode. Uh, please remember, you guys can always uh, to share episodes, your ideas. And uh, like I, I, we mentioned this before, but kind of like the, the person who left us the review, Joshua, said that um, topical episodes are really nice because it just kind of has to do with what's going on in a sense. Um, and you, know, you could give us different scenarios like the Pokemon Olympics kind of things or or whatnot but uh but yeah but we have a really fun episode coming soon i yeah, hope it and works i hope it works out well it's, it's gonna be something we've never done yeah. before just a little tricky to record it's gonna be very tricky to record but i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and i'm really really looking forward to it <laughs> and uh we'll we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that chris anything else you want to add i have nothing else to add okay all right uh, thank you for listening. Please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Mano! Don't! Mano! Don't!
Mono? Nein! Mono? Oh! Mana! Ui! Mono? The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.